I'm not going to be able to look at him without that uh, his, the eyes just that, so... that's going to haunt my dreams I love it. I love it I'll try really hard to stay out of his, out of his nor- so normally we crop the head like pretty tight, tight yeah. but I feel like I can't do you that can't now you can't do that now no I, <laughs> you can't do it which every now and then it just kind of uncrops and goes back down <laughs> Just the eye over his shoulder. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just the eye. So it's like, and you know, as yeah. soon as you see the eyes, you know. Oh, okay, that's Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah Jesus full, full Christ. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Fake Philosophers. I'm Mike. With me is Danny. Yeah. Danny, back back in the house. Back in the house. And then joining us once again is our friend Derek. Hey guys. From Jack of All Nerds, you? Nerdbot, uh, your whole thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. What else you got going all, on now? All the good stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Just to adjust my lighting there. No, you're good. Okay. What else you got going on these days? I feel like you're you're busy. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, just uh, constantly writing. Uh, just there's tons of review stuff. I just finished the festival season, um, which was a lot of fun. I got to do Sundance and South by Southwest, nice. uh, which was just, I have like, I don't know, 60 films I need to review now that are just sitting there uh, <laughs> on, on the back burner waiting for release dates. So, um, yeah, man, just uh, just a ton of stuff, ton of writing, um, you know, nerd stuff. Uh, I'll be at WonderCon doing Unnecessary Debates. Nice. Uh, which will be super fun. I'm really excited about that. So, Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Cool. All right. As we all know, as, and if you could tell by Derek's background, <laughs> this episode is being dedicated to the one and only Nicolas Cage in honor of the release of his new movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, <laughs> which is hopefully the cagiest of Nick Cage movies. I'm, yeah. I'm hope, I'm hoping, man. Yeah, yeah. I this uh, so this is one of those ones that actually did premiere out South by Southwest. Um, I unfortunately was not able to see it because oh. it was a headliner, and I was doing everything. Uh, I was doing all my screenings from home. So oh, okay. they didn't allow for any of the headliners to be screened at home. You had to actually be in Austin to watch them. Gotcha. Um, which really sucked because I was like really, really excited. <laughs> like that was uh, the to, one. To yeah. see this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, this and everything everywhere all at once were like the two movies like I couldn't wait to see. Um, but I'm actually going to be seeing this movie uh, on Wednesday um, but, but ahead of its release. So nice. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Very nice. And jealous of that. Yeah. So in honor of this, we're each, we each have compiled a list of our top five most Nick Cage-iest Nicolas Cage movies, and uh, we're just going to go through them one by one. I think that's like, yeah. that's something we have to kind of define. So there's Nicolas Cage, and then there's Nick Cage. Yeah. Everybody knows Nick Cage. The image behind Tarek is Nick Cage. That's, that's the Nick Cage. That's the Nick Cage. This is Nick Cage. In its in its greatest yes. glory. Yeah. That's right the heyday, right so there. Yeah. We were even talking, yeah. Derek, too. We were like, okay, so he won an Oscar for was it leaving Las Vegas? Yeah. And he even gets cagey in that, but I'm like, no, you won an Oscar. Yeah. So that's not Nick Cage. Yeah. That's, that's Nicholas yeah. Cage. That's Nicholas Cage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one would even well, say think, that that could be Nicholas Coppola. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one of the things that's so exciting about uh this this new movie about the unbearable weight, uh, is that it is so meta, and that's all I've ever wanted from Nick Cage. I've always wanted Nicolas Cage to just embrace Nick Cage because for all the things that you want to say about him and, and all the people that, you know, talk shit about him and his career and whatever, he, no matter what, it doesn't matter how good or bad the movie is, that man is giving 110% yeah. all the time, without fail, never changes. He never, ever phones it in, ever. 
So yeah. whether that sits well with you or not, it doesn't matter. He mm -hmm. absolutely gives every single piece of his acting prowess, whatever you think that is, to whatever role he's doing. And it is just <laughs> good or bad. It's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's, so, that's yeah. What, it's funny because I was reading, um, I think it was on his Wikipedia page. I was like just looking up his filmography and it was there was something, I forgot who was quoted for, but um, the reason why he kind of dropped out and started doing a lot of those kind of indie, like independent direct-to-video movies because he felt that mainstream Hollywood was holding back, was holding him back. <laughs> that he he felt like the acting style it was too restrictive. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to go do his own thing. And I was like, Face Off was restrictive. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we'll get into what? it. No, just but, John Woo's a fucking nut yeah, bar. <laughs> so I I absolutely love it to, to to speak to Derek's point is that all these performances to him were too restrictive. Yeah. He felt restricted by Hollywood. And I was like, okay, I love it. respect I love it. this. It's so man. good. All right, so let's get into it. All right. Danny, you want to share your number five? Yeah, so coming in at number five, it's not so much like a cagey, because he doesn't really get Nick Cagey in this. It's just a weird role for him to do, and it was uh, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Okay. Uh, which, if you did not know this, is a Disney movie. Um, <laughs> okay. So it's like, uh, you wrote this movie, and you said, hey, I have a wizard that I, I want an actor to play, uh, who's a very serious guy, knows his magic, and takes on an apprentice who's this... Big deal. I want Nick Cage. Yes. <laughs> why? <laughs> like, why? Um, so, like I said, it's, it, he doesn't get cagey, um, but it's just it's just a weird role. And um, I, I I liked it. I liked the movie a lot. It was a lot of fun. But I just, I don't know why they decided to go with Nicolas Cage as... Just one of those question marks. Yeah, it's 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 kind of it's kind of like when you see the photo of him, the test uh, photo of him being Superman. Yeah, kind of like who, why, who thought of this? Who thought of this? <laughs> I want I want you to know I want that so bad. I, I do want too. So do I. I do too. Idolize, and I want every whatever it was that they were gonna do. I want it so bad. So like my soul yearns for Nick Cage as Superman. Well, what's his I name is out, so right? Bad. Henry Cavill's out. No, he's not out. Oh, I thought he's, he was. Out. He's he's very much still the. DC Universe. Well, he Superman. should be. Yeah, he should <laughs> now. be. All right, Derek, you're number five. Uh, yeah, so my number five, and I want to be very clear. So I I only chose movies where Nick Cage goes full Nick Cage. So sure. uh, for my assignment, I, I eliminated all, because there are tons of great performances that Nick Cage delivers that I think are just absolutely fantastic. Um, and even the movies kind of lend themselves to being Nick Cage movies. So a great example would be something like National Treasure. We all equate Nicolas Cage with National Treasure. But for me, he's pretty subdued in that one. Like he's not full on Nick Cage the way that we think of Nick Cage. So while I wanted to include that on my list, it's a great movie and it's absolutely a staple of his filmography. It's not as cagey as some of these other ones that I picked. So sure. I went pretty obscure and I went with ones that are uh, much newer because I do feel like in the last, Mike and I were talking about this yeah. uh, a little bit last night, and I feel like as he started to embrace that Nick Cage role that he's kind of delved into, everything that he's done before, sure, you can see staples of that, but it's really not until he finishes his 90s run that he's just like, no, I am Nick Cage, and just goes <laughs> full-on nutcase. Uh, and I, I love that. I absolutely love that. So sure. most of these are going to be relatively recent. Um, so my number five, I'm going with Prisoners of the Ghostland. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. This movie is already bizarre. Uh, it's just like one of the most bizarre Japanese directors paired with like Nick Cage. And they just were like, 
do something. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's it's a little bit more style over substance. But guys, th- this is a movie where Nick Cage has a literal bomb strapped to his testicles throughout <laughs> almost the entire movie. What like you cannot get more Nick Cagey than this. And there's even a line where he gets captured by the people in the ghost land and he starts having his Nick Cage freak out and he literally goes into a karate stance and tells them to back up or he's going to give them the high fucking yeah in full on, that is an actual quote by the way uh, in I, I've seen the trailer for this I wanted to see it I dude I was like and the, the only problem is he doesn't do it all the way through um, and so it's really unfortunate because the movie kind of starts to hold him back a little bit mm. but man when he goes Nick Cage I just I will never get over this image of him looking at a bunch of people and screaming <laughs> "Hi, fucking yeah!" in a karate stance. Like that is like peak Nick Cage for me. So yeah, I've wanted to see that one for a while now. But I I never got around to it. I wanted to say like the title is so misleading because that is a fucking dope ass title. The title would make you think oh, it's yeah. something serious. Like I know. Prisoners of I know. the it Ghost is, Land. Like it fuck. is a weird, weird, weird movie. And honestly, I don't even know that I could tell you what it's actually about. Because you don't know, it is is fucking. You were just so enraptured by the performance. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is a bizarre movie. Uh, I have to check that one out. Um, All right, my number five. So kind of, I kind of like this because um, I, I, I kind of had the 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 breakdown of yours that you gave me last night, Danny's and my own, and they're all kind of touching on different aspects of the cage. So I, (laughs) I like that. Um. My number five, and this is kind of an obscure reference, is um, Amos and Andrew. Do you know that one, Derek? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's kind of obscure. I was telling Danny about it. So to those at home who haven't seen it, which is probably most of you, the, the movie's about Andrew, who's played by Samuel L. Jackson, who, real quick, I would love to see these two together now. Mm-hmm. Now that Sam... Oh, yeah. G- give me an yeah. Amos and Andrew uh, sequel, yeah. part two. Samuel, give, give it to me. I feel like Samuel L. Jackson has also embraced... The Sam Jackson. Oh, oh, absolutely. So with the two embracing their crazies, I'd love to see it. Anyway, Amos and Andrew's about Sam Jackson, who's a black um, playwright, if I recall. And he moves into this like affluent, white, rich neighborhood. And it's kind of like the, the Shave Chappelle bit mm-hmm. about a black man being in his own home. And they call the police on him. So they call the police. On, the neighbors call the police on him, thinking a black man's breaking in their neighbor's house. The police come up. There's like a little bit of shooting. And they realize who he is. So they, call, they get a thief that's in the jail. Uh, Nick Cage to break in to pretend that he's the one that they call the police on and it's just fucking bizarre from there and it's really weird and funny and and I think this the, the first hints of Nick Cagey were in here because the guy he plays Amos is kind of nuts and like he he's pretending to rob the guy and he doesn't really be there and then he orders pizza at the neighbor's house like it's just bizarre and I just thought I was like I think that was the the seed planted of the Nick Cagey and so that's my number my number the five. cage seed. Do That's we, a good pick. Yeah, that's do, a really good pick. Do we want to snake style this, or so then I'll just go to my number four? Yeah, and go we'll back. Just, we'll All work right. back. Yeah. So my number four again, kind of going to the classics. Derek's hitting all the new shit. I'm hitting the classics. Gone in sixty seconds. It's <gasps> okay. Yeah, it's not. Okay. It's not full blown cagey, but there's the moments mm-hmm. where he's just you know that the the I'm a little tired. I'm a little <laughs> wired. <laughs> so you take twenty five. Away from 200, and we call it a deal. <laughs> but in reality, like you're you're talking to this crime lord, like you don't talk to him like that. You're gonna talk about it's like Nick Cage, yeah. yeah. And not to it, mention, it definitely that I think that's when you start to see the signs of like, oh, this is this is who he truly is. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of see it seep through and gone in 60 seconds, where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, you're on the cusp of 
breaking through into something. I don't know what it is, but, but I <laughs> there's see something it. here. There's the hints. Yeah. If if Amos and yeah. Andrew's the seed, I feel like Gone in sixty is one of the sprouts. It's the sprout. Yeah. Where yeah. you you start to see what what flower you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. All right, That's Derek, solid. you're four. Okay, uh, so this is going to be a very, very random one, and probably none of you guys have never, ever heard of this movie, and I will never recommend it to anybody because it's absolute <laughs> dog shit. Um, but it has like a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. They did it last year when I was doing my 10% or less. Absolutely deserves it. It's horrible. Uh, but it's a movie called Arsenal, uh, and it uh, it stars... Oh God, I'm, I don't even remember. I'm looking it up right it, now. It honestly doesn't even matter. John uh, Cusack, Adrian Grenier? Oh, yeah, God. yeah, there oh, you go. God. There you go. Yeah, and what's crazy is this is what's crazy is that's actually a sequel to another movie called Deadfall. Um, okay. and basically Nick Cage plays the same person in, in both movies. They tell two different stories, but they're they're supposed to take place in the same world. So he plays this gangster named Eddie, and it has some of the worst hair and makeup I've ever seen in my entire life on Nick Cage. He's got this just grotesque very obvious fake nose that like sticks out like you can just tell it's just silly putty on top of his nose like oh, it's so worst. bad and he's got this like typical like gangster mustache and he wears like these giant ugly like mafios but like like walmart type style suit jackets and it <sighs> it is i it is so nick cagey that you're almost better off just watching the clips of him there's one point where he's got to like kill his brother and he like writes this fake note about his death, but it's like a eulogy to his brother. And he starts screaming and just the Nick Cage level that this goes to, I don't think I've ever seen it in another movie. Like it is so unbelievably out of control, Nick Cage. Um, like someone yeah, should have pulled him the back. the only good thing about it. What's up? I said almost to the point where like someone should have pulled him back a little bit. Oh, oh, for sure. I, it's it's we talk about dial up to eleven. This is this is pushing like fourteen, fifteen. Damn. And y you'll never get over the nose once you see the fake nose. You're just like you know what? I haven't seen it, but like I, but I feel like I've seen a photo of that. I feel like I've seen Nick Cage with that on him. So I I haven't seen it, but I feel like I know exactly what you're talking about. It is it is bad, and it never gets better. Like. <laughs> <laughs> when you see those right you see a still on the internet and you're like oh, okay i'll just wait for like the editing and the, the digital effects and the gloss over, like everything that goes into making a movie i'll just wait for all of that to like fix this in post no they don't they, they don't do anything to it so however bad you think it is it is worse and it never gets you're better. getting what so you're getting yeah. it, it was it was a twenty thousand dollar budget <laughs> yeah <laughs> and nineteen thousand of that went to nicholas cage yeah. but but again nick cage nick cage gives it his all there's no reason for him to this movie does not deserve it, and he just, whoo, boy, does he go full Nick. God, like, at least you respect it when I'm, he shows up. He but shows like, up. like, I'm starting to think yeah. like, Cusack's going down that drain now. Adrian, uh, was it Grenier? Grenier, yeah. Grenier, uh, like he, he, like he, like he was famous. Like he had a show on HBO. Yeah. And like now his career's in the crapper and Cusack. And I like Nick Nick Cage survived though. Yeah, yeah. The one the one person to come out of this out of Arsenal out of Arsenal alive yeah, is Nick Cage, Nick. and it's for no other fact that he just went full Nick Cage. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right, Danny, what's your four? Uh, four uh, is going to be The Rock. Um, I, I want to say that like the seed that was planted also kind of sprouted up here. Well, they they I remember I was reading. They kind of said I think it was 
we talked about this a little bit. I think it was Face Off, The Rock, and Gone in 60, or Con Air. There was a th- Con Air. three, yeah, three Face movies. Face Off, The Rock, and Con Air. Three the movies that they yeah. say is like the Nick Cage trilogy of Nick Cage. It's the Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Cage Trinity. Yeah, that, if you ever want to talk about the birth of, of Nick Cage as we know him, it's that run, for sure. Yeah. Oh, the, absolutely. The Face Off, Con Air, Con Air. That was the puberty seven. of yeah. the, the Nick Rock, Cage. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, yeah, like, like when, um, <laughs> when he like stabs himself in the heart with the needle, uh, <laughs> I, the, the green flares at the end. Yeah, uh, so I gotta say, I 100% love the fucking rock. Oh no, that it's movie, great. Like it, it's so good. I try to, I try to avoid the overlap with us. Cause I had that on my list. And then you said like, I want to do the rock. And I was like, fuck, but, <laughs> but, but no, I absolutely 100% love that movie. Yeah. Especially like when the guy's like, have you ever been in a combat situation? Could you define combat? Define situation? that. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, <laughs> on that back. no, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what a second ago you wanted a gun. Now you're getting a gun in a wetsuit. And, and to see him interact with uh, Sean, oh, Sean Connor, Sean they're, Connor they're, their dynamic in that movie is fantastic. It's a great pairing. It's a great pairing. Uh, and when the he's... Rock of of all of those of all of those ones, I would actually say Face Off and The Rock are my two favorite. Yeah. Out of those, like that four sure. to five movie stint, uh, I I think The Rock and Face Off are easily my two favorite. I was just rewatching Con Air, and I, I love Con Air. Don't get me wrong. Well, we'll get to that I, one. I we'll that get movie. to that. We'll, one. we'll get to Con Air. You don't talk about I, Nick Cage and don't bring up to Con, Con, Con Air. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, if I, if I had to pick, I mean, uh, The Rock is just. Oh, God. And what is, uh, not to get too sidetracked, man, but what is Ed Harris doing there? Just like giving an Oscar worthy performance in a non Oscar movie. In a Michael like, Bay what? movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing, you know what? man? Like, so he... you are absolutely right. So I hate, because like I, I trash Michael Bay all the time, even though he's, he's not a bad director. I just love to trash him. But like that movie, like you just hit it on the head, like hits on so many serious notes. Like you like the action, but then like when you listen to Ed Harris and what he's actually saying about mm-hmm. how like the soldiers aren't treated right, like he's tired of this shit. I was kind of like, this kind of hits deep if you're yeah. actually listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you're yeah. right. That 100 Oscar worthy performance in a non Oscar <laughs> movie. Yeah, just giving it his all. But like, I, I want to say like, bro, it's a Michael Bay movie. What are you doing? Gonna get blown up. Just I want to say like, kind of. Everybody kind of just threw everything they had into this movie. Like yeah, no, Sean Connery good. delivers. Oh yeah. Cage yeah. delivers. Uh, like even Bokeem Woodbine <laughs> delivered yeah. in this movie. Yeah, freaking Tony Todd's in this. Tony movie. Todd, Michael yeah. Bean. Like there is not a single nameless face in this entire cast. Of oh this yeah. Movie. I it, it just it really is like Michael Bay has his gems, mm-hmm. and maybe it's the cast, but like that movie's actually super good. Well. Like, this this kind of set up Michael Bay's hallmarks. This movie, like the are, the flying are, under the bridge, oh, yeah. all that, like yeah, the, yeah, the explosion, the, the, the the moistness of everybody. Yes, where, where everybody's moist for no reason. No reason. Exactly. You know, I actually to go off to the Michael Bay. I actually watched. I watched this movie this last week. I think I watched one of the Transformers movies and, and one other Michael Bay movie. And I know like, he has all of his tropes, but the one that stood out to me for some reason is the simple camera movement going under someone. Yeah. While they, oh yeah, like and it just stuck out for some reason. Mm-hmm. You get like the under the bridge, the 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 sunset, but that one just stuck the fuck out yep. for some reason. Yeah, no, he loves that shot. Yep. Yeah, Jesus. It's yeah, like the the mid that swings under. Like, he he loves that shot yep. so much. He had like he designs his camera rigs I feel, specifically yeah. for that shot. Oh, and, for or sure, invents sure. new oh, rigs sure. to do it like under like trucks and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can guarantee they're gonna do it in ambulance. There's plenty of bridges <laughs> in there. You know damn well that's coming. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Danny, snake it back. You're number three. My number three. All right, and I know you said National Treasure uh, doesn't really have a whole lot of cagey moments. National Treasure 2 does. <laughs> it has one really good cage moment, uh, and it's where they're in Buckingham Palace, and he needs to like get thrown in a cell, so he starts a fight, and he just goes off. Like, peak Nick Cage off. Like, he just starts stomping around. Wrong about us! Wrong about me! <laughs> just goes off and, like, acting drunk. Hello. Oh, dude, it's so good. I, I feel like when he got the sequels, he was like, okay, now I don't have to worry. Yeah, yeah now I don't I have, have to the worry. Sequel. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, right. I cast the check. You guys <laughs> need me now. It's, it's kind of like they say when a president gets their second term, they don't have to worry as much. Worry as much. Yeah. They're, not gonna, they're not up for re-election. <laughs> yeah. So he got the sequel. He got he's the like, sequel. fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Like, so it's like, you think it would end there. It's like, okay, he got his cage out of the way. No. When they get into the cell and they're trying to like snake their way in, back into Buckingham Palace, and he's like trying to convince uh, the, the female lead I forget her name. Diane Kruger, something like that. I don't sure. know. Um, he, they're like trying to get into a dumb waiter, and he's like, "Come on, get in, get in, get in!" <laughs> it's like that's it. He just has to. That's hit. why it's on. He the has list. to hit on some of his. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's right. good. That's fair. Derek, that's totally number fair. three. Number three, uh, and Mike, you might actually have this one uh, on your list as well. Uh, but I'm going with Mom and Dad. So uh, as, as we watched that three. last night. So we we watched that last night. Uh, we we were quite drunk last night, oh. <laughs> so I didn't make. I fell asleep not because it was bad, because I yeah. we were hammered. And, <laughs> but no, go on. But I, I was going to watch it and put it on my list. But the fact that we didn't finish it, I was like, <laughs> I was like, Derek's got it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, no. This this one is is uh, this is one of those because uh, I have another one on there like this too. But mm -hmm. this is one of those ones where Nick Cage is like, I would like to find the strangest, most bizarre indie film I possibly can. I'll take a pay cut if you just let me go eight shit. Like, just let me go off. I don't want and the director like, in the room. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "Okay, bro, we're just we're just gonna let the cameras roll." And here's a sledgehammer. You fucking go nuts. Like, do whatever it is you need to do. Um, yeah, this is mom and dad is 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 uncaged Nick Cage uh, to its fullest. Like, Nick, it Nick, is uncaged. Just, Nick uncaged. Nick uncaged. Nick uncaged. It is just. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to check this out, I highly recommend it because uh, oh, yeah. it is just it is so bizarre and so weird and so out there. And just if you love the Nick Cage, this gives it to you in full high doses. Like it is amazing. Yeah. So I will say even before we started watching it, because I do remember a lot of it. But mm -hmm. even just several years back when this trailer came out, even if I didn't watch it, I would want it on my list just based on the trailer. Oh, that yeah. Nicholas Cage is a parent yeah. who wants to kill his kids. I was like this meets every criteria yeah. <laughs> i don't need to see the movie the trailer's yeah. enough like... <laughs> it literally checks all the boxes with its synopsis like oh yeah yeah the, the one scene that stuck out that we saw last night was where he sets finally it's like fine tunes this pool table <laughs> and then he just for pretty much no reason just grabs a sledgehammer and destroys the thing <laughs> yeah yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It's yeah. absolutely that, wonderful. That description right there is yeah. just why it's a Nick Cage movie. And destroys yeah. it like you would imagine Nick Cage would destroy a pool table. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so, okay, we'll, moving on from that one. I, I actually, the bit that we did see last night, I highly enjoyed. But at some point, I was like, I'm asleep on the couch. I need to go to bed. Yep. <laughs> um, that's another thing. Danny and Mike hung over. Um, my number three... Is uh, and this one I was kind of on the fence on, but after I thought about it, I was like, no, this qualifies. Is Wind Talkers? 
Was that my phone? Yeah, I think it was. Okay, sorry. It like vibrated because I was like, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> have you seen Wind Talkers, Derek? I have. I haven't seen okay. it in a long time, though. Um, I, I don't think I've seen it since it came out. Okay. So I, I'm not... I that one never struck me as a Nick Cage movie, but maybe I'm just not remembering it. No, yes. I feel like didn't it come out at a time where everybody was making a war movie? Yeah. Like, yes. It was like every studio was like Saving Private Ryan, Wind mm-hmm. Talkers, When We Were Soldiers. Like they just back to back to back to back. Like everybody had. No, one. you're you're 100 right. And so if you watch it, because like I think we're all fans like war movies. We're all like war movies. It almost feels like a a, a, a subtle satire. Yeah. It's not supposed to be. But because they try to hit on all those notes, like, oh, I, I'm, I'm jaded now. Like, I have the thousand yard stare in my eyes. Like, but it's Nicolas Cage, <laughs> who has the thousand yard stare anyway. And so, like, what was the scene? I forgot the exact wording, but he was like, uh, he wanted to like, he he was trying to resign mm-hmm. because he had shell shock and he was messed up. And the guy's like, no, you're not resigning. He's like, I can no longer do my duty. <laughs> <laughs> and then like. For those people who have the visual on us right now, there was a scene, even as a kid, I was like, this is fucking obnoxious, where, like, he's doing his Rambo shit, mm-hmm. and he just runs up, and he has his Tommy gun, and literally just starts doing this. <laughs> like, like a soldier would. Yeah, like, like just, if, you, if you're only listening, like, he just does the crazy back and forth with it, and then you see the Japanese soldiers just dropping. So, like, it was like a Rambo move in a, a, what was supposed to be a serious war movie. <laughs> and then, like... It doesn't, because at first I was like, does it count as a Nick Cage, like a cagey movie? There, there is and a part. And there's those moments where it's like, wow, you're really out of your fucking mind. There's a part where he is, uh, like, they need to, like, infiltrate a Japanese base. And he's yes. like, hit me, hit me. And he hits him and he just sells, the, oversells the shit out of it. <laughs> uh, and he's just, ah, ah. <laughs> like, it was, it was Wicker Man without the bees. Yeah, it, nice. Because you're right. You don't think uh, a serious war movie. Nah, he, he's not Nick Uncaged. But then, kind of like in the other ones, when there's the moments where he's like, "Here's an opportunity," because even when like the last here's scene, my chance. Yeah, here's the moment. Like the last scene where it's supposed to be all serious, and the I forgot the guy's name that was with them, um, the wind talker. Yeah. Uh, he's like, just just leave me here. Like just kill me, because like he's supposed to kill him, not to, so the code doesn't get out. Yeah. And he's like. No one else is gonna die. No one's gonna die. <laughs> and like picks him up and starts going through the minefield. It was like, <laughs> in actuality, lots of people did. Oh yeah. <laughs> so no, it was it was it was funny. And even like comparing it to because Gone in sixty was my number four. I feel like he was more cagey in Wind Talkers than he was in Gone in sixty. I think he was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he actually was. Because you're right, Derek. Like you don't think of it like Wind Talkers because nobody even remembers that movie to begin with. I don't know why. Yeah. I liked that movie. It wasn't. It, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't. Like Derek said, it got lost in the sea of good war movies. Yeah. That yeah. it just kind of was like, oh, it's when talking. You got to remember, Ruffalo was in that fucking movie. There's a lot of people. There's in that a movie. lot of people in that movie. <laughs> I I feel like Ruffalo. <laughs> I feel like Mark Ruffalo just forgets he's an actor. <laughs> like he just yeah. Uh, he just like that guy is literally in everything, yeah. and I don't even think he knows that he's got the filmography that he does. Yeah. I'm sure if you asked him, hey, what was it like working with Nick Cage and Wind Talkers? He was like, oh, I like that movie. I saw it. Who else was in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he might actually say that because, you know, he had a stroke. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Going serious there for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so that was my number three, snaking it back. My number two, we've already mentioned a hundred times, Con Air. <laughs> Con Air. Why couldn't Let's just you talk just about Con Air. down. <laughs> This movie. This, oh, so oh. I'm glad you said you watched it yes or today or yesterday. I forgot. I did. Yeah, okay. I did. Yeah. I watched it earlier this week because um, I knew we were kind of getting ready for this. And that fucking movie, man. <laughs> I feel like everyone in that movie Nick Caged it up. Oh, oh, absolutely. Everyone in that movie for sure. 
even when Chappelle looks like one of the better actors in it, I'm like, everyone is caging it up. Uh, yeah, Trejo. Um, who else? Uh, uh, fucking Malkovich. Okay, Malkovich. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, Malkovich, Bing Rames, John Cusack. John, John uh, the Cusack. The list goes yeah. on and on. There's so uh, many people in there. Steve Buscemi. Just, <laughs> oh god, yes, Buscemi. Just, just channeling his inner sociopath serial killer. It just. Uh, in like one of the most haunting performances I've ever seen from Steve Buscemi. Like that man legitimately scared the shit out of me. More so than any other criminal on that plane. <laughs> What's what I feel like everyone, kind of like you were talking about how Nick Cage, every time he's there, he's fucking there. Yep. I feel like everyone on that set was like that when they didn't need to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they just were matching his energy. <laughs> Cause, cause yeah. Danny, yeah, I think it was yesterday when Danny and I were irresponsibly drinking, we, we got into a debate. I was like, I think Nick Cage was so Nick Cage in that, that he almost went full loop and was almost not Nick Cage anymore. Because I was I can like, see that. I can give you that. Because yeah. his performance was not good. Because <laughs> like, he can't do a fucking Cajun accent. He's, he's, def, he's like the actor in um, Black Widow, I forgot his name, who was trying to do the Russian accent. And so it just took him oh, out of yeah. it. Oh, Ray, yeah. Ray Winston. Yeah. yeah. Where you're just like, bro, we can tell it's you. It's, it's you. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like kind of like there's a lot of actors like that um, mm-hmm. where when they try to change their voice, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I feel like Nick Cage just to, yeah. needs to Nick Cage his voice. Yeah. So when he tried yeah. to do this Southern drawl thing, it just to me, I was like, I don't believe anything you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then not not to mention, let's talk about the movie. The, the premise is kind of retarded. <laughs> the no, premise it's, is it's fucking dumb. Absolutely. Like, worse than The Rock. Like, yeah. it, it takes the concept of The Rock and just doubles down on all the implausibility. Yeah. And I, I actually, like, I really like the, this I, this concept of the plane with all the convicts and the convicts figure out how to weigh a jacket. I like that. But this idea that a, a veteran who defends his wife gets time for defending. Yeah. I, well, I watched it, I was like. The fuck? Oh, that's the dumbest shit. These guys, clear, there's witnesses showing these guys attacked him, mm-hmm. but because he was a soldier and his hands are weapons, six years. Like, what? Yeah, six years yeah. for for killing a dude in self defense. I would have preferred a Nick Cage who just who did just beat the shit out of a guy. Yeah, no, like he's not a, a, a soldier, just some random guy in the street. And so he gets time, but he's really a good guy. But he's a fucking convict. Yeah, and he just yeah. happens to be the good guy on the plane who fights the bad convicts. Yeah, yeah. But I think the moment I always like the moments. Because it was so absurd to me, was when Nick Cage and John Cusack, like in sync, jumped on the police spikes. <laughs> like, it was it was just a small moment. Bro mode. Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck. <laughs> I think that's why John Cusack did Arsenal with him years later. It's because of yeah, that yeah, moment. There you go. Yeah. Do we get to ride police bikes? <laughs> I don't know why that moment just sticks out to me. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> and Chappelle got done dirty. Oh yeah, they did him. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, he he meets a bad end. Oh yeah, he meets a bad end. Yeah, it's. I agree with you though. I almost feel like he does go kind of full circle to where he he wants to be full Nick Cage, but he's like trapped by this awful Cajun accent, mm-hmm. and then it like brings him back down to kind of a normal person. But you're still just like, yeah, I I, I don't believe drop you. the accent yeah. and just be Nick. Like just be Nick right now, man. Like, Could you imagine if they remade that now and and Nick Cage was Malkovich's role? <laughs> Oh God! Oh, please, God. what does that mean? I don't. Please. I don't like remakes, wow. but I would support that. Wow, I I don't like them either, especially when they're completely unnecessary and no one needs it. Uh, but now I need Con Air <laughs> with Nick Cage as Cyrus the Virus. Yes. Everything else stays exactly the same. You don't have to change a single thing. Just Nick Cage as Cyrus the Virus. That's the only change mm-hmm. uh, for the entire film. That's you can it. still get Trejo to play Johnny Twenty Three. 
Of course, Trejo. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Dude, for I see sure. Tre- anytime I see Trejo in anything, yeah. I'm just like, of course you're here. Yeah. When he popped up yeah. in uh, Boba Fett, I was like, of course, of course, of course. you're here. <laughs> he could literally be in any movie, any movie. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, of course Danny Trejo's in this movie. Yeah. Yep. Any movie. All right, that was my number two. Derek, back to you, number two. Uh, so I these two so my last two are pretty interchangeable uh, and and again guys I, I I tried to find ones that are more Nick Cage than not yeah, um, sure mm-hmm. so uh, this <laughs> uh, I went with Mandy as my number two that's mm-hmm. gonna be my number two um, have you guys seen Mandy I feel like I watched it one day when I was like I tried to watch it but I, I was falling asleep I, I don't, don't think I actually. I'm gonna I don't look think I know quick. what this is. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it's it's a he's like a um, he's like a woodsmith or something like that. He's like a construction worker of some kind. He has this beautiful wife, and this weird religious cult decides that they want his wife. So they kidnap his wife, and they want to like bring her into the cult, uh, and she rejects them. So they basically sacrifice her, and then he goes on a rampage to kill all the people that had anything to do uh, with his wife's death. And it is just, there. there is one of the most Nick Cage scenes I've ever seen in, in all of his filmography. It's right after he discovers that his wife has been like burned at the stake is, is essentially what they do. Sure. Uh, but he, he discovers it and there, it's, it's a, a rundown bathroom and he's sitting there with a bottle of whiskey in tidy whities and a t-shirt <laughs> Just like going from like sad, broken husband to full on Nick Cage freak out, just one after the other. And he like breaks the sink and just it is I, there is no pinnacle higher than this Nick Cage scene. Like this is <laughs> Nick Cage to its fullest. And it is just uh, it's a masterpiece. It's an absolute masterpiece for that scene alone. Yeah. Uh, the movie is bizarre as shit. And I don't even know if I did a good job of explaining it. Because um, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens in here, and it does get a little too indie. But I, I do think yeah. so. When you were starting to describe it, and then I, I looked up like and seeing like the uh, the co- cover of it, I do think this is one of those ones I put on the TV late at night, and then I fell asleep during it because that sounds yeah. super familiar, yeah. and it looks very familiar. So yeah. it's a it's one of those um it's a uh, oh god what are they the Legion M. Okay. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a Legion M sponsored okay. movie. Okay. Um, one of the first ones that I think they actually got made. Um, the cover but, the cover yeah. alone is Nick Cagey. Oh yeah. He's oh, sitting no, there with blood is. on his face and a chainsaw on his back. Oh dude, there Jesus. man, there are moments Jesus. in this movie that just it, it tops almost every single Nick Cage performance uh, on the planet. I just that bathroom scene alone. I even yeah. if you don't ever go back and watch the whole movie, just uh, find imagine, that scene. Imagine a half naked Nick Cage just fucking losing it <laughs> losing it and going back and forth between full-on nick cage freak out to sad husband that just lost his wife in tidy whities and a bottle of whiskey like it's just, just it's just amazing work in the it's range work in the range yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's, it's incredible it's it's so incredible i wouldn't say it's a Keep range nick it's more cage, like a for sure a, a switch flip a switch an <laughs> yeah, intensity yeah <laughs> like Fair there's enough. no build up it's there, there's not a range it doesn't go from here to here and there's stuff in the middle it just flips <laughs> Just on off. Just on off. All right, friend. Mandy, I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah. All right. Like when I'm not tired at night. Yeah. Yeah. Or drunk. Or drunk. <laughs> or drunk. So there's a little window there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great if you want to drop an edible. That's it. <laughs> well, yes. That's an edible movie for sure. <laughs> for good or for worse. Yeah. All right, Danny, you're number two. Okay. So my number two and my number one are pretty inter- interchangeable as well. 
Uh, but my number two, I went with Ghost Rider. Um, specifically for <laughs> it's it's the it's the scene right after he transforms for the first time, and he's like yeah. looking in the mirror and trying to do it again, <laughs> and he just like I I feel as though that's his warm up right before he starts shooting. Is he just goes in front of the mirror and just just does the faces just cave face yeah just just does the faces um yeah and just yeah it's it's just so weird man that's in the bees right uh i thought that was no that that's wicker man and we'll get there okay oh I, i'm getting them fucked up okay um yeah. but yeah it's like just like the like the choices. Oh, Ghost Rider. i i got i'm looking yeah. at my list here. i got fucked yeah. up sorry um, i'm over here i'll be quiet <laughs> Uh, but like like some of the character choices he makes in that movie, like the the martini glass full of like jelly bellies. <laughs> Who was his uh, the I always forget the name of the his mentor in that uh, the actor's name. Oh, it's uh oh fuck, I, I want to say Wade Garrett, but it's it's uh, <laughs> well close Sam, enough. Sam Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Okay, yeah. I think that's one of those actors, kind of like we talked about The Rock, that with, across Sam Elliott, who's very cold, like cold and collective. Mm-hmm. So a Nick Cage and Nick Cage. Yeah. contrasting with him works out very well yeah and yeah. I'll, sam elliott plays the same character in everything he's in yes but he does it so well that i can't complain about it yeah yeah of course uh but like as when you see him in the movie and it's like of course of course you're, you're this yeah, character right of, of course you're that guy yeah yeah, yeah. That, and that's a really good pick though man i i i almost considered that um but yeah I, he is so nick cage and ghost rider that he kind of just ceases to be Ghost Rider, and he's basically yeah. just Nick Cage. Nick Cage, so, Nick Cage, Cage on a motorcycle. It's who he's supposed to be, a, yeah. a guy on fire yeah. riding a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah. It's who yeah. he was born to be. I, 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 I'm sure he's actually done this in real life, where he's just walked around in a leather jacket, pointed at people, and just be like, Guilty. In the I, voice and I believe it. Yeah. He, I believe he, it. He has to. Like, he's and he probably that. transformed, too. Yeah. <laughs> just lights his hair on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Gives the face-off face. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And so, yeah, my number one is Wicker Man. Um, because what the fuck is that movie? Uh, the bees, man. The bees. The Not the bees. The bees. Ah! That's So I'll be completely honest. I have seen that movie multiple times. And I I think it's just one of those things my brain checks out. I don't know. Cause, yeah. Because I'm like, I can't tell you what that movie's about. Uh, same, dude. So I, I'm the same way. I've probably seen it five or six times. Yeah. And I... I honestly couldn't tell you what it's about so, or, or what happens in the movie. I really couldn't. That, that movie really couldn't. is an amalgamation of every Nick Cage movie that he has ever made. That's what The Wicker Man is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it is. It is. Um, it's Mandy uh, in that there is a cult of women that live on an island. They come to the mainland to seduce men to get them pregnant. And they go back and have the babies. Okay. Uh, Cage finds this out. remember that. And he wants to meet his child. Um but the women shun him. So he like tries to like sneak in, ends up knocking out, just straight up decking a chick dressed as a bear. <laughs> I do remember that. I think I remember that. I do remember um, that. Yeah. And because he, he's violated the sanctity of their home, um, they uh, essentially torture him by locking his head in a cage with bees. I remember that. Yes. Uh, digital bees. So like when he's selling that, he is overselling it because he had nothing to go off of. Like, not the bees ah! um and then they put him in a giant uh, <laughs> uh kind of um uh what's it called uh I, I fucking forgot uh but like a giant like wicker man like statue effigy type thing and then they light it on fire and that's the end of the movie 
Well, if you haven't seen it, spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that that sounds like the Cage movie. Yeah. I do remember mo- is, moments it, that yeah, you described. It yeah, but, it's a good. That's a good number one pick, man. Yeah, honestly, is. like it's that is that is pure through and through Nick Cage, without a doubt. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. If you want an hour, hour and a half of Nick Cage, yeah, an hour and a half yeah. of Nick Cage just doing weird shit, like punching yeah. chicks in bear costumes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. great, solid. Derek, your number one. My number one, guys. Uh, I am going to go with Kick Ass. Uh, yep. Kick Ass is just I this. First of all, I love this movie. This is one of those ones yes. on the list where I'm just like, this is a fantastic movie from start to finish. Like everything about this movie is amazing. Agreed. Um, and everyone in it is great. Uh, but I just, to me, there is nothing more Nick Cage than Nick Cage trying to be Adam West in Kick-Ass. Like, that is just, <laughs> like, I never thought you about that, cannot yeah. come up with a better combination of just Nick Uncaged than this. Like it is so good. Uh, and I, I love that he this was a conscious choice by him he decided that he was going to talk like that and Mm -hmm. the sound editor actually came up to him and was like you can't do that i can't edit this like (laughs) your inflections are too all over the place like i can't do it and he was like well no this is what i'm going to do and bond was like okay man just make it work and he made the sound guy deal with this weird up and down constant but it is just when he loses it he absolutely loses it when he's the calm cool collected nick cage he's still nick cage like everything about this performance just absolutely works for me um i one of my it's so tragic it's such a horrible sad scene but like one of my favorite scenes is when uh, Hit Girl shows up to like rescue them mm-hmm. and he's just like getting lit on fire and he's just caging out screaming out all of these like different tricks and things that she needs to do and it is so so Nick Cage I just I love it so much and I this one it has to be my number one if we're if we're only going with like full on Nick Cage from start to finish every time you see him this is absolutely that one for me. I think you're right. And I got to say, like, even the moments with, like, the, the sweet moments, the dad moments with the girl where he's like, all right, honey, it's only going to hurt for a moment. It's so Bam. good. So, <laughs> so good. So I remember, I want to say it was, like, a year or two before the movie came out. They opened up the trailer with this scene of, of him shooting his daughter in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, of course, of course Nick Cage would do this in a movie. Uh, yeah. And I was just fun like. Fact, fun fact, that scene was actually uh, uncredited guest directed by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I can see it. Of yep. course. Makes of course. sense. Yep. Uh, no, like that, I, I actually, because the, the scene you were talking about when he's on fire, I think we had talked about that briefly too, and you're absolutely right. It's a, he, that's 100%, 150% Nick Cage. But I yeah. loved the sweet Nick Cage dad yeah. moments where he's like, what do you want for your birthday? And she's like, oh, flowers or ponies. Or she says, he's like, oh, and she's like, I'm just kidding. I want this pistol and this knife. He's like, no. Oh. That's my girl. Give it to your old man. Like, <laughs> so he sent me for a loop. He's so good. So good. Everything about it. It's no, it's, so good. It's, I, I, I love it. The, I the, love the it. sweet Nick Cage dad moments where he's like teaching his daughter how to kill people. <laughs> yeah. Like, wasn't it when she's like going ape shit in that gangster's house and then Nick Cage snipes him and he's like, you got to watch your back, sweetheart, or whatever yeah, he says. So, it's oh, like, oh, oh, so good. It's, it's, so it's, good. it's only going to so feel much. like getting punched in the chest and then we'll get ice cream afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I, hate I hate getting, getting punched in the, the chest. chest. <laughs> no, I think that because it's one of those, It's he's not even like the lead role in it, but it's still such a good Nick Cage movie. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he does, he just those two in particular, like um, uh, Chloe Moretz mm-hmm. and Nick Cage, I, they just hijack every single part of that movie. And that movie's already good. Like I love Aaron Johnson. I think yeah. um, 
uh what where am i blanking on his name the kid that plays um the other quick McLovin. <laughs> McLovin, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll just call him McLovin. That's who he is. He's like the other uh, Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other Quicksilver. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, those guys. Everybody in this movie is great. Like they're mm-hmm. all really, really good. It's it's very funny and it's really good. But man, you just they they're like to me those two together especially they are the Heath Ledger of the Dark Knight. Like sure. you just can't wait for those two to come back. And they're so good that everything else is just kind of like. Yeah, okay, just bring them back. Like, yeah. bring them back on screen. No, like, they, I, they, I'm missing them already. They steal the scenes every time they're yeah. on. Yeah, they, every time. Yeah. Um, and I still love, it's not a Nick Cage thing, but uh, with Chloe Moretz, uh, in an interview, she was talking about her character, and she's like, yeah, I had to, like, promise my parents that, like, the language I use in the script, I wouldn't use in real life. <laughs> so I, we had to have a talk. But, like, I'm not going to well, start was, saying cunt. She was, like, 12? 11 or 12 when At she did most, this? Uh, yeah. I mean, not, I think she was like 13, uh, but even still, yeah, when yeah. your first line in the movie is, okay, you cunts, let's yeah. see what you can do. <laughs> I, I think there definitely has to be a discussion. Oh, yeah, but that, I love that. that like, I guess she had to promise her parents like none, none of this language she could use. She can't start calling them cunts. So it's, like, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> no, that's a great number one pick. I, I, I was looking at that too, and I was like, I wonder where if I had kick-ass on my list where I put it. And it had to be high. It yeah. had to be high. Yeah. Um, all right. So my number one, which I think we all know is coming. Over Derek's shoulder. Uh, face-off. Now, I am already biased for face-off because it's... Forget Nick Cage. That's in my top ten, if not top five favorite movies of all time yeah. anyway. It's, it's so good. It was like it's the so first good. rated R movie that I snuck into when I was like in <laughs> nice. fourth grade. I yep. what, so I already have that bias. Mm-hmm. I still have a crush on Gina Gershon. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. Fair. And so there's already all of that. Forgetting Nick Cage. There's already all this with me being biased on it. And then you actually get into it. And like, I was reading about it. Um, the performances by him and John Travolta are actually really good. Yeah. You got to imagine, like, they had to spend so much time together to get each other's, like, mm-hmm. voice and mannerisms. And I remember yeah. early on, there was an interview, I think it was with John Travolta, where he was, I think it was like when HBO, before it was HBO, it is now, it was just like one channel of HBO. Yeah. They had like a, a 30 minute thing where they were kind of montaging interviews and talking to him. And John Travolta kept saying, like, Nick Cage has the coolest bad guy walk. And they cut to him with, like, the trench coat uh-huh. as he's, like, a slow motion. He's like, and I had to fucking figure <laughs> out how to do that. And and so it was just the performances themselves are really good. Like, yeah. it's it's highly praised for their acting. But it's still Nick Cage, Nick Cajun. But it's What's, it's what's awesome. even incredible, what's crazy about that, though, is not only is it Nick Cage, Nick Caging, but you have John Travolta. Travolta. Nick Cage, <laughs> Caging. Like, Travolta, who's like already prone. Ready dude, for the big so ride, baby. It's so much. You get two yeah. for the price of one. It's amazing. Because Tra- Travolta's already prone to doing his own John Travolting. Yeah, so now oh, he's yeah, Nick Cage. Sure. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, and he he does it so good. Like, oh yeah. He just every time John Travolta is on screen, you're just like, yeah, no, that's Nick Cage. Like you just you <laughs> absolutely believe that it's him. You know what? And you hit on something. I, I forgot there was a term for it that I heard, but you you there's no like I'm trying to think of the right words. There's no like you're questioning it. Like oh, that's not Caster Troy. That's not Sean Archer. Yeah. No, right. you believe it immediately. Yeah. That these guys yeah. are are each other. And, yeah. And they do, they sell one of the most ridiculous premises in all of television, like in all of film. Like, there is no logical way that it, nothing, that no no scientific mumbo jumbo makes this movie make sense in no, any way. No, it's retarded. And these two come out and they're like, no, 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 
We're selling this shit to where you don't even care that it doesn't make sense. You yeah. are on board the minute those faces switch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, oh, it's so and good. So I, it's so good. And I remember at one point, I think it was like for Jack of All Nerds, you guys were doing quick countdowns. Like, oh, if I did a countdown, okay, top 10 coolest bad guys. Caster Troy, number one, all day. But which Caster Troy? Is it Travolta's? Cast, no, Caster Troy, the oh, guy. Like the, Caster the, Troy. Because okay. uh, yeah. he just, Caster Troy is like the most quotable fucking guy in my opinion, every the peach peaches, the peaches, mm-hmm. yep. um, the behind Derek there just grabbing the church singer's ass, like just, we're gonna burrow up LA, bro. <laughs> yeah. Ain't it cool? Ain't no, it like cool. that entire. Because I remember one time, like I always brag about this movie. My sister tried to watch it, and she was like, "I felt like this movie needed to end. Like I, I always thought it was gonna end, and it didn't. And I thought it was gonna end, and it didn't. I was like, yeah, because you never want it to." <laughs> <laughs> Like it's, John Woo's got to get his dubs in, man. Yep. He's got to get those dubs in boats. But gotta I have them both. I really think there's like not there's not one bit of fat in that movie too. Like every scene yeah. is needed. Yeah. Every scene is every necessary. Every scene makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's a it's when you talk about just dumb, mindless '90s action movies. I, I really don't think it gets better than Face Off. And in that run, I you know The Rock, Face Off, yeah, you know Gone into all of that. I I really believe that it, it would go Face Off, The Rock, Con Air. Gone in sixty seconds, and then whatever the last one, whatever those ones are. Yeah, yeah. Face Off is just that it's, movie is so good, man. I love that movie so you're, much. You're you're right and wrong at the same time because you're right. It is great, mindless fun, but it's also if you pay attention, there's like a lot of actual like themes and elements to it that yeah. makes it a good, uh, dare I say, film that oh. movie. Yes, but no, but That's you're right. A bold statement. That's a bold statement. <laughs> but but you're right though. It it, it hits both notes because it has a lot of deep elements to it. But at the same time, it's just a fun fucking movie to watch where you don't have to think about anything. It's just yeah. John Travolta, Travolta, Nick Cage, and Caging, and and a bunch of people in between. Uh, I just uh, saw a tweet from Martin Scorsese. He said, "Face Off is not cinema." Oh, We're not oh okay. Sorry. <laughs> ah, right. Sorry Right. And one thing we should ask Ridley Scott then. Yeah, yeah there you go. About it, and then because yeah. if, but if you do look at the reviews, granted it's not like an Oscar win or anything, but if you look at like reviews, it's highly praised across the board for the acting, the mm-hmm. the action, like everything about it. It's good. Yeah. And then some um, some fun trivia that I, I was telling you about yesterday, which I had a rock hard boner at, for this movie. So this movie inspired or was inspired. Um, it's inspired the movie in Japan in uh, Infernal Affairs. Internal. I think it was in Furlong. Like, either way, okay. Japanese movie about identities and stuff, but they didn't want to go the kind of this route of unrealistic things. Mm-hmm. They're just they had two guys swap identities. That movie or series of movies was the ones that inspired The Departed, which is my number oh, one. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. that was my number one. That's my favorite film of all time. And so I just yeah. figured out this week that Face Off inspired Internal Affairs, which inspired The Departed. And I was like, I did. I did not know that Face Off was the catalyst. For, I, I knew about Internal Affairs and The Departed. Like same. I knew that those two were were basically The Departed is basically a American remake of uh, uh, inter, Internal yeah. Affairs, essentially. Um, but I had no idea that Face Off is the reason we got Internal Affairs. Oh, that's which is fantastic, by the way. If you haven't seen Internal Affairs, seen it, yeah. uh, if you love The Departed. You absolutely have to watch Internal Affairs. It is mm-hmm. so good. There's a lot of differences, but damn, is it a good movie. So is it, is it like instead of like the, you know, Irish mob, is it like the Yakuza? You're trying to infiltrate the Yakuza? Yeah, it's it's the Yakuza. There's a, there's a little bit more like uh, the connections to everybody is a little bit more personal. And it's a series um, of movies, and, too. It's oh, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, but but that first one, man, I I would highly recommend it's watching good. it. It's really, really yeah. good. But yeah, but but that's kind of like you said, I just reading about Face Off and then that came up 
and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, these are two top 10 movies in my head, and like, possibly, possibly both top five, and they dir- kind of indirectly was they caused each other. I thought that was, like I said, rock hard boner over that movie. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that face off top five movie indirectly inspired my number one favorite movie. I was like, fuck that, that's that's worth having a boner for. Oh, yeah. I, I will, I will, yeah. And I got into an argument with somebody that they should remake Face Off with the original cast. Just remake it, shot for shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Because apparently they are remaking it. Let me. I don't want to say something wrong. Apparently they are. They're they're remaking it, or it's kind of like a spiritual sequel. Mm. And I was kind of like, why? Those, it's about his adopted son. <laughs> sequel. Yeah, I hate that. Announced in September 2019, plans to remake Face Off with a new cast. Blah, 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 blah. It was reported that this person, Adam Wingard, would direct in the film would be a direct sequel to the original. I don't I'm like just that. like, how? Yeah. How? Is it going to be his son? It, it, it has to be, right? And then he just or his daughter? Some, or he just, he just fights some new terrorist? Yeah. Or they switch faces? Caster like, Troy has a, a bastard son somewhere that's supposed well, to he, he does. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but I still, after like 20 years, I still quote this movie all the fucking time. Oh, oh yeah. I, I do too. I, do. I, I, lo- I love I lo- this movie. One of my favorite lines of all time is, no more drugs for, <laughs> for that, that man. man. Yes. I lo- that line is just, it, God, the timing and just, the line is so beautifully delivered. It's so good. And that, ah, that guy that. who plays, uh, I forgot his character's name, but that guy is like in nothing else. Nothing else. I, have, no, I know. Seen He's so good. I don't understand. He's so good in this. Like he literally matches Nick Cage beat for beat in this one scene. And then he just, just disappeared. Just never acted again. It was yeah. like, bro, you, you got it. He crushed like, it. <laughs> I feel like he's one of those guys who like did it as a favor, and everyone's like, "Dude, you're amazing." Yeah, but I'd rather yeah. just keep. I'd rather do my plumbing or whatever. He, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, we need a bald guy. Yeah. I know a bald guy. Like he, he just walked on set. He was someone's friends. Everyone's like, "Dude, you're crushing it." He's like, "Yeah, I don't want to be an actor though." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or he's like, yeah, or maybe he's just like, you know what? I nailed it here. I'm done. I'm done. That's his, that's the best I'm ever gonna do. In that movie, there there are two there are two scenes that are my all time favorites, and one of them is that scene from start to finish. Like the minute he starts taking drugs and starts explaining what he wants to do, and he's all drugged yeah. out. That whole comment, everything about that scene is just bonkers, and I love it so much. I love that one, and I love the first time uh, Nick Cage and John Travolta meet after their face swap when he goes to oh, visit yes. in prison. That scene is just because you, yeah. John Travolta is like that's the most Nick Cage he is throughout this entire movie. Like, we you good looking, just yeah. oh so good. And then you just see just Nick Cage trying so hard to be John Travolta to like internalize himself and calm himself down, but also freak out in the way that Sean Archer would. Mm-hmm. And it is just that scene is amazing. That is a great, so scene. good. And just, it's, I, it's very I, quotable too. Yeah, just that whole like yeah. I have a lonely wife to fuck. Like, oh, I mean, it, make love to. I, gotta, make love like, too. I got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. Oh, make love to. <laughs> just, well, just that that, that twist of the dagger right there. Years. The next three hundred years. That scene alone is just fucking quotable. Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna it's say the two so the good. scene at the, uh, the the drug house where he's just flipping out on the drugs and he's like, I'm not me. I'm me. And then Gina Gershon walks in. <laughs> what? Like, like I thought you were dead. I'm not dead. I'm me. <laughs> she fucking knocks him out. And even just the way he's like, I want to take his face off. <laughs> so good. Oh, I love it. Those are my two. I know there's like tons of great action sequences and all that kind of stuff, but like those two scenes for me are just masterclass creativity and acting. It's it's they're amazing. Yeah, they're it, amazing. And it's a fun. It is as an actor, it would be fun 
to do that because like you have to play your character, but then for half the movie you have to play that guy's character. Mm-hmm. So you have to you have yeah. to work together and do it. And it, it's very interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that we could sit here for another hour just quoting, quoting and talking about. This oh movie. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'll do the movie from start to finish. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> like even one scene that I really, enjoy, I mean, all of it, but like the the Mexican standoff in the church. Oh, so good. He just walks mm-hmm. in like, isn't this religious? <laughs> And just like the whole thing when Sasha comes in and she's like, here you go, baby. And he's like, Sasha, baby. I'm Troy. That's Archer. Like, and I'm, I'm bored. bored. <laughs> now it's time to find out what Daddy's got in his bag. Peaches. Even in that scene, even as a kid, I was like, that poor wife who's just like sitting there like, I know. Fuck. <laughs> Everyone's sitting there badass and she's like, oh my God. I think she hits with the guy with the chair. <laughs> and the daughter yeah, runs great. in randomly. No, that that is probably in my top ten quotes at the end of the movie or at the end of everything. She's like, "Dad, I'm sorry, I shot you." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, "All right, cool. Glad you have remorse." Yeah, that that is that is a fantastic pick, man. That's a solid. I think song. I think no matter which way we went about it, face off was going to be somebody's. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, ju- sure. I just remember the like- only reason. I was going to say, the only reason I didn't put it on my list was specifically because I knew that it was going to be on oh, yeah. yours, I think... and it was going to be high on yours, oh, yeah. and I was like, well, I... I know we can overlap a little bit, but let me, I'll dig into the weird movies I and think let, I... let them have the I think the even in our chat, I was like, just give me face off. I think I just said that to you, yeah. like, give me face off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that uh, that's good, and um, I think we could wrap it up there, and, and hopefully yeah. this Danny, movie comes did you do your number one? Yeah, yeah. Was your, mine was oh, uh, Wicker, Wicker Man. Man. Wicker yeah. Man was your number one. And then, right. oh, I was going to mention, um, I think I mentioned before we started recording, had we done this a year from now, or two years from now, one of us would probably pick Renfield, because yeah. Nick Cage is oh, going to be playing Dracula. Sure. Dracula, yeah. I mean, For sure. Well, and I can already tell Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is going to be on this list. Like, it's oh, going to yeah. knock well, Because it, it's about these. Nick Cage oh, being sure. Nick Cage, yeah. Yeah, no, it... it and, and I've heard a lot of really good things. Everybody that's out at South by Southwest have had nothing but great things to say sure. about it. It is it is everything we've ever wanted, where it just fully embraces all the wonderful things we've just talked about uh, when yeah. it comes to Nick Cage. And yeah, I, sign me up. Let's well, and, go. And that's, I can't that's, wait. That's the thing about him, because he does, he does you know, shit like this, but then he does stuff that like is just so off the radar, like Pig. Like, Dude, oh. Like, oh, what, Pig. Oh. Why does this make sense? It's a good movie. Like it shouldn't. It, yeah. sh- it shouldn't. But it's a yeah. fucking banger. Yeah, no, Pig is amazing. I, if I had a magic wand and I could add him to the best actor list for this year, hundred percent would do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the uh, his performance in that movie is that good, and it's such a massive departure from everything we just talked about. Like, yeah, none of that is there. Like, and you just kind of sit back and you're like, oh shit, like you can. You can really act like you can turn that shit down and just be a normal person. You're like, Nicholas. You're Nicholas now. Yeah, you're Nicholas. You're Nicholas. <laughs> yes, that is a Nicholas Cage movie. Yes. And then I wanted to throw out an honorable mention because I, I even I was I was close to throwing this on my list just for the one scene, Grindhouse Fu Manchu. <laughs> yes. Yes. I almost put Grindhouse Solid. on my list just for that Solid. three seconds. Yeah. What's he saying? No, like, this great. is my mecca or something. I. I don't yeah. think I've seen that. Grindhouse. Which Tarantino and Rodriguez? Yeah. yeah. It was one of the was um, it Planet Terror? No, it was one of the fake trailers. Oh. Um and it's yeah. literally I forgot which trailer it's in. So I never saw it in theaters. I've only seen the movies independently. Oh, so it's one of in one of the fake trailers. I forgot which trailer it's in, but and they're like, and Fu Manchu. And it's just Nick Cage turns around this fucking Fu Manchu stash. And I think <laughs> 
Dragons are like, this is my Mecca or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just yells it. It's so so blink and you miss it, but it is absolutely worthy. It's it's one of those ones where you're like, guys, if you're going to make Machete, just make all of them. Just make all the movies in these trailers because I'm down. Like, you already gave us Hobo with a shotgun. Give (laughs) us whatever this Grindhouse movie is. Like, make it happen. Yeah, but it's literally it's literally three seconds they say, and Fu Man Nicholas Cage as Fu Manchu, and he literally turns around. This is my mecca, and I cut away to the next thing. Like, because I, I want to say like him, like him and Tarantino haven't really done anything, right? I'm um, trying to remember like no, the catalog so. of Tarantino movies, and Cage isn't in any of them. No, except no. for you know that little snippet from yeah, Manchu. No, yeah, I think yeah, I, I think don't Rodriguez I don't maybe, that, but yeah, I don't know that Tarantino as as much as that sounds like a lot of fun. I don't know that because Tarantino, Tarantino has a knack for transforming actors to deliver different performances than they normally do. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that he can. I, I don't want to doubt Tarantino. I see what you're saying. But I don't know that I even want that for Nick Cage. Like, yeah. Because I feel like Tarantino would have to drown out everything we just talked about in ways that just don't work. Like it works in Pig because Pig is just such a a different type of film. Um, I don't know that he can exist in that universe. Maybe I'm selling Tarantino short a little bit. No, I but... see. I think Tarantino would have to like write a part specifically. specifically. Yeah, no, he for would. that yeah. character. Right. Yeah, he yeah. couldn't just throw him in there in one of his parts. Like, oh hey, yeah, you come play this, and then Nick Cage will yeah. just do his yeah. own thing. I guess, I guess maybe in like a one of his like large ensemble pieces where he's just part of a like a random snippet, almost like, uh, almost like <laughs> I personally. Now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, if we just remake Pulp Fiction, take out Tarantino, and put Nick Cage in that role. Oh. Uh, that, 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 there, there we go. There Damn, we go. Jimmy, this is some good coffee. Thank you. Thank you, Jules. I, I, I got the good coffee. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say, I don't know where my, my brain went there, um, if he was the bear Jew in Glorious Bastards. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I want it. That's where I thought you were going with it. Teddy freaking Williams. <laughs> You just you just hear the bat clicking in the cage, and he just walks out. It's fucking Nick Cage. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, please. Okay, you know what? Now I want it. I, now I we have to. No, I actually. I want... full circle, guys. Bring bring Nick Cage on to the next Tarantino. Project. Just so Take I can see him go, Margareti. Yes, yes, please. Yes, please. You got three seconds. You got to kill that guy. You gonna kill that guy? Can you imagine (laughs) Nick Cage in a burning theater, just with a with with an uh, with an AK, just shooting Nazis (laughs) with that Cage face? That face, that face, right? (sighs) Yes. Shooting Nazis in a theater. Oh my God! Please make this happen. And Glorious Bastards too. It's gotta happen. Yeah, no, Glorious Bastards two. Electric Boogaloo. Yes, yes, please. Okay. Yes, please. Oh, that's the, that's the next episode. What what part should Cage yeah. replace? Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's wrap it up. God, we'll be here for another fucking three hours. Derek, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, do you yeah, have anything? Fun, do you have anything going on? Uh, man, just uh, yeah, uh, just keep checking back for Nerdbot. Uh, I, I, guys, I review everything. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how I'm able to do it, but like, I 
I review so many things, so just check it out. I'll always go there. I'll put it, always share it on my uh, on any of my social media. So just sure. follow me on social media at DRock Comedy, DROK Comedy. Uh, be sure to check out the Jack of All Nerds. We have tons of stuff on there. We have our regular show. We have Cineblokes. We have The Rookery, which is coming back, where we do uh, review episodes of Gargoyles. So we're going to be starting season two. Nice. Uh, we're going to have a, a new show of Crossing the Streams, uh, where we all just kind of recap the stuff that we've watched uh, throughout the month. And then one of us has to find the worst possible thing that you can watch on any one of the streaming services and then assign it to someone uh, so that every week Beautiful. or every, we don't do it every week, but every month we have to watch some horrible, horrible thing that one of us has assigned to the other. So Beautiful. Uh, yeah, that's, that's Beautiful. coming down. So tons of stuff, guys. Nice, nice. Be sure to check that out. Uh, Danny, you got anything before we get out? Not a thing. All right, cool. Uh, thank you everyone for listening or watching. Thank you again, Derek, for coming out. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. The sign-off's always the worst. Yeah.